Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. All right. Today's episode. Monday. Scrum on a Monday. It's brought to you by Todd's Cold. <laughs> Todd's Cold causing runny noses, sore throats, and coughs all day long during class. Only you can have one, too. You will not contract it by watching this your daily scrum episode. We are safe. <laughs> All right. Welcome to today's episode of Your Daily Scrum. I'm professional scrum trainer Ryan Ripley. That is professional scrum trainer Todd Miller. We get together each and every day to help you get a little bit better each and every day at using the scrum framework for fun and profit. We also do a lot of work over at community.agileforhumans.com. It's a free community where you can learn more about Scrum and Agile and all sorts of fun stuff. Check it out. It's free. You get to interact with Todd and I. He comes up with crazy case studies. You get to figure them out, and then he tricks us. It's fun. <laughs> get over there, community.agileforhumans.com. It's free. All right, Todd. Are user stories required in Scrum? No. All right. <laughs> user stories are a complimentary practice in Scrum. User stories are not. In fact, everything on the product backlog is called a product backlog item. You may so choose to use uh, the user story format, user story, a complementary format for product backlog items. Yeah, typical format as a I want so that user story, uh, very popular complementary practice in Scrum. Uh, this is a sample template of how those are written. There's a lot of different ways to do it. In any case, they are not required in Scrum. You can, you can take features, requirements, desirements, bugs, defects. They're all product backlog items. Uh, Scrum is silent on format, on how you capture things. So user stories are absolutely not required. They're one of, a, of many different complementary practices, as Todd mentioned. Uh, it's player's choice here. However, the, the Scrum team and the organization deems the best way to um, collect requirements in their context. That is what wins. And uh, whatever helps teams turn these PBIs into real working product, into increments, that's what we define as winning. Mm -hmm. it, you know, 
I'll be honest with you, Ryan. I've used user stories a lot successfully. Um, yep. I, I, I fairly enjoy as a, as a product owner or even as a developer reading it or as a scrum master coaching the product owner and using user stories. I've actually had quite a bit of success using user stories. I'm, um, I, I, I don't, I would probably say that I'm an advocate for them. Um, where I see us run into problems with this whole concept around user stories is, um, again, uh, thou shalt have everything in user story format. Yeah. Right. Um, the consistency of your product backlog does help create transparency in it, but there's going to be times where you have and you're you're spending more time struggling to write something in the user story format than what it's worth. Right. So let's not get crazy about it. I've seen teams that have gotten crazy, but that's not a user story format. But you got the point of it, right? You got the point of it, and I'm not going to take you know 45 minutes to try to make that user story look perfect. So um, I think this is another situation where where pragmatism comes into play. Yeah, absolutely. Do what works. Try different things. Experiment with formats. I'll tell you what, Todd. When I look at this user story format, with a lot of teams, I've coached them to say so that as a user, I want, right? I've changed it up because I want value to be first. I want the benefit to be clear. And if we can't express the benefit, why are we talking about anything else? But that's one preference of many. And as you've mentioned, there's a lot of different options here, right? Uh, there really there really are. Um, you know, uh, I, I one, one thing that I've seen kind of growing a lot is the notion behind drop, job stories. I, I am uh, or, or that whole thing. Um, I also think that the way that we write about a bug should be different, right? Yep. Um, it should be different than a feature. We want reproduction steps with a bug. We don't need that with with a new feature. So, um, yeah, let's just, I mean, user story is good. Um, unless we get dogmatic about it, then user story is bad. There we go. <laughs> is it the caveman way of doing it? I like it. Being a little bit pseudo-fed caveman guy today. You know, that's probably time for end screen then. <laughs> yeah, Todd's going to go to bed, but for the rest of us, like and subscribe. Never miss an episode. Check out the socials. We also want to know what you think. Leave us a comment. Uh, ask your questions. Leave us comments about this particular episode. What do you think about user stories required or not? And if not, then what is your favorite format to express a product backlog item? We'd love to know that as well in the comments. Who knows? Maybe your comment or question or both could turn into a future video. All right, for Todd Miller, I'm Ryan Ripley. Go forward, do some great Scrum things. Don't be dogmatic about what your PBIs end up looking like or how they're formatted. Do what works best in your context. And we will see you tomorrow. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and scrum on.